You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello and welcome to episode 115 of PlayStation Unchained. I still can't find it weird that we're past the, the triple digits. Every time I say that number, it makes me excited. Uh, we have no Mike. We have no Kevin. We have no Neil. We have me, though, I, I guess. And uh, we also have our usual, pretty much, uh, Vash. Hey, mate. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Good, good. Uh, have you been up too much this week? Have you been, play- been playing much? Oh, just been working too much in order to play too many games. But um, yeah, been playing a little bit of Track Radio Turbo and um, just starts on Hell Divers now. Ah, oh, nice. I've uh, not really played much of Hell Divers to be honest. Uh, it if was you're it was free, wasn't it? Yeah. What's that, Gary? I said you're not missing much, in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Bash, Bash, come on. All right, yeah. Um, there is obviously a game that I'm reviewing at the moment, which is Dirt Rally, but I can't say anything about that at the moment. But um, I'm sure most people have probably already played it anyway, but I'm on a, under embargo on that one because it's a PlayStation version. It sure is a game with cars and some rallying and some drivings. Yeah. Ten out of tens. Although, <laughs> I, I, I will just say... That um, after Sebastian Loeb rally, this is better. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, nice. Is, is it, it better, better, oh, better than Sega rally? Oh, uh, if you're talking about the PlayStation version of the Sega rally, yeah, it's better than that one. Better than the Sega, Sega, Sega Saturn version. <laughs> They're completely different. (laughs) (laughs) And as we can also hear, we've also got Gary with us this week. Hey, man. Yes. Hello. Sorry for just like interrupting and stuff. (laughs) It's okay. How's your week been? Have you been playing much? Well, it's been pretty good. I've been uh, playing some more Division, uh, going into the Dark Zone solo. It's quite entertaining. (laughs) Uh, The update will be April 12th, by the way, I heard. Yeah, I yeah. saw. Um, I don't know how excited I am for it. Uh, we'll see what it brings to the table, I guess. Well, trading uh, is the most exciting part, I think. Well, the trading is also kind of stupid in a way because you can't actually trade items you pick up. You can only trade the items that you pick up while in a group. Yeah, that is yeah. a bit annoying, but it's kind <laughs> yeah, of it like makes no sense to me. So uh, I think that's really terrible, but it's still better than Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's better than Destiny. No, to be fair, I was watching the new content. I was really tempted to reinstall it just to try some of it. <laughs> oh, you uninstalled it? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have enough hard drive space. Who has enough hard drive space when I've got like 120 gig of Final Fantasy 14 pictures? <laughs> you play that game way too much. <laughs> now I think I'm about like 70 gig of pictures and videos from Final Fantasy 14. Good grief. 
<laughs> wow, Ben. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, we were going to talk about the PS4K rumours, but I'm not sure if we should, because we've pretty much been talking about them the last few weeks. But I'm still going to bring them up a little bit. Uh, there's rumours now that the PS4K will actually have a better CPU and GPU than the original PS4. And I think there were some other things about it as well. Um, so what do you think, nay or yay, on the on the PS4K? Will you be getting it, Vash, if it exists? Nay. Yeah, just... If it exists, the thing is, I think it's just going to be detrimental for all the people who currently own a PS4, so I'm just going to say no. It'll just be stupid business-wise. Okay, and Gary, what what do you think of the PS4K? Oh, man. Well, let me just elaborate on what you said, what it's going to have. Outside of the better CPU, um, it's going to upscale all... Uh, past games to native 4K. Um, it's going to have some sort of VR lounge for when the PlayStation comes out. Um, I think the biggest thing about the 4K one is that because of the higher specs of the system, developers are already taking advantage of it. And even though the games are going to be released for both uh, the 4K and you'll still be able to play them on your original PS4, you're going to play the them at a much lower um, performance on the uh, old PS4s, which I think is the big problem there. Well, I, I don't know too much about development, but if I'm rightly, most of the time, this is why I don't think it's going to affect the PS4 if it does exist that much. They make stuff higher resolution than what the console can handle and then scale it down. Um, is I think you know more about me than this than me, Vash, right? Well, generally what you do in development is develop for the lowest uh, common denominator, which in this case would be the original PlayStation 4. So what they might actually do in this case is because they actually know the exact hardware in this, they know, oh, we can like have graphics for this setting. And they might actually just start making games like 1080p60 on here, but you'll notice a big degrading graphics quality because they want to hit like 4K at at least, I'd imagine, 30 frames a second. So you're going to have that huge jump in graphical quality, but it would be an absolute massive drop for those that are already on the original PlayStation 4. So you might have a benefit in one way, but if someone doesn't have a 4K TV and they drop down to 1080p, then they're still going to have the high f- uh, fidelity graphics compared to the people who are on the PS4 on the original one. So it's it's just really, really bad, in my opinion, unless they start doing what the PC does, and that's have graphical settings. I know there's like a few games that do it. I think, um, oh, which one's come out? Division, that has graphic settings, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So, so if more companies do something like that, then I wouldn't be too bothered. But if they don't, then it's going to be a real big problem. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen does as well, if I'm rightly. Yeah, it does. You've got but, a, a SD or HD mode, if I'm rightly. 
Yeah, but then it's an MMO, so I think every single MMO on every console's had that anyway, so you can't really compare an MMO. But when it actually comes to a main game, then that's where things always seem to have things like at one set graphic quality with no, yes, I want this on or this off or whatever. No, what so, I mean is there's actual full choice between HD or not HD, and then you got your usual stuff as well. Yeah. Well, it kind of will be like that, I suppose, won't it? But I'd imagine it'll be automatically detecting your television adapter. But they yeah, need to yeah. have that option for 1080p or 4K, yeah, particularly. It'll probably be based on your PS4 when you do your display settings, and then it'll check your PS4 settings when it boots the game up. Yeah, probably. But um, yeah, I'm just really not looking forward to it. I wonder if they're doing it all because of the... Um, well, the PSVR. Well, no, remember, Xbox also had, a, a few months before this was announced, there was talks that of an Xbox 1.5. Yeah, but I think Microsoft have already kind of debunked that rumour, haven't they, recently? No, he just didn't like the name. Oh, just the name, okay. Yeah, it was actually, the, the rumour started because Phil Spencer talked about having upgrades every couple of years. Yeah. But he didn't like the name of Xbox 1.5 because, you know, 1.5 compared to 4K, PS4K kind of sounds stupid. Yeah, that's true, but... Still, but then Xbox I... One still sounds stupid, in my opinion. Well, just in general, I'll... having an upgraded PlayStation 4 console is just ridiculous and stupid. Yeah, from what uh, the the leaked information came out uh the games that are already being developed specifically for the 4k are um valkyrie which is also a psvr game uh robinson the journey which was announced by crytek i believe it was yeah yeah gran turismo sport um deep down which we haven't seen any of for like four years now i thought that was cancelled a lot of people thought it was cancelled. <laughs> because Dragon's Dogma Online is pretty much deep down. Oh, apparently it's still in development. Wow. And the big one, which can be confirmed, but it was leaked as GOW4, which um, and a lot of people are assuming was God of War 4. I didn't know Gears of War 4 was going to be on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> I know they were pushing out on PC, but, you know, Microsoft pushing out on your console rival consoles as well that's a bit that's a bit weird <laughs> um but when it comes to why they're doing it, i think the reason that they decided to do this is i think because of the leaked information and the rumors of what the nx console is going to be the console which was leaked already to have to be a lot more powerful than both the ps4 and the xbox one um native 4k support uh out of the box right away and maybe one of the reasons why sony did it so they can kind of be on par uh with the nx if that's true but in my opinion i think what this is going to do is divide the player base just like we've said before at least uh in our private chats um, if you're going to have the same game on the same console but 
the better version of the console is going to run the game better. That's pretty much creating a divide, in my opinion. Well, you know what I'm going to do, Gary Varsh? I'm going to I'm going to take into my hand to name these consoles. We're going to have the PS Thirty Two X and the Xbox CD. <laughs> oh, that brings back memories of the. Uh... No, it wasn't the Saturn. It was the Mega Drive. Yeah, Mega Drive. Oh man. Oh, Genesis for America. Yeah. Oh, that really divided everybody, didn't it? So yeah. Terribly. <laughs> there were even games them. that needed both of them. Yeah. I, I never got a thirty-two X because I was never rich enough. Oh. No, I I never got either. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's now called the PS32X and the Xbox CD. Even though it plays Blu-rays, it's going to be called the CD just because. Just because references. Oh, how about oh, this? God. A PlayStation cartridge. <laughs> well, if we're going to go that way, we might as well call the PlayStation VR. What's it called? The virtual PlayStation Virtual Man. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, I still don't see the I, the reason why you do the 4K thing because 80% of people don't have 4K yet because it's too damn expensive. Why would they buy a console that runs 4K when their TV doesn't run 4K? Because people are stupid. Exactly. Like, no, I, I wouldn't would bother with it. I, well, how much is a 4K TV? I think it's like $5,000, $6,000 right now. No, it's a lot cheaper than that. Oh, it's a lot cheaper? So, okay, so it's gone. You can get a non branded 4K TV for about $500 now. What? Yeah. I've seen them on sale on Amazon for about $350 to $400. Unbranded? A 4K TV, yeah. They're pretty cheap now. Well, it's unbranded. Sony, you can get for about $600, $700 quid, I think, about just over $1,000. But again, what is the point when nothing runs 4K? Well, your PS4K, PS32X can. Are, are my Blu-ray movies <laughs> going to be upscaled to 4K as well? I don't think so. Well, if it's got an upscaler in it, yeah. Yep. It will be. It might not <laughs> be as good as an actual 4K movie, but it will upscale. And 90% of people won't be able to tell the difference. So, again, it doesn't matter. Again, I don't want to try and support the PS32X, so I kind of don't want to keep going on with this. <laughs> but yeah, that, 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 they have dropped a lot in price for Catelli's. The only ones that are expensive are curved ones, really, I think now, right? Uh, yeah, they go for like oh, good £1,000, £1,200, but they, even those yeah. have actually come down in price quite a bit now. Yeah. Imagine your internet bill when you're streaming 4K Netflix. Well, I already. Pay, what, what do you mean? Oh, I already pay for a decent. Internet. Yeah, it, I was going to say in the UK and pretty much all of Europe, you don't have caps. Oh. Yeah, there's nice. not really any caps here. Yeah, we got caps. It's going to kill a lot of people. It, here's a Sokai 42-inch 4K 60 hertz telly, $289 reduced from 899. Yeah, that's oh. cheap. We'll LG as a LG a 55 inch 4K, 699. It's you know all I'm gonna say is it's not gonna be a very popular announcement in my opinion if they announce this at E3. 
It won't. I agree. Oh, it won't be. It'll piss a lot of people off. Um, the last Especially one... if it comes with a 500 gig hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be one game. <laughs> In 4K. Um, I want it to come with an 8 gigabyte SSD. That way they don't sell any. Nah, okay, okay. They, they, they probably put it with a 500 gig hard drive, I'd imagine. Or maybe one terabyte. But it probably won't be any more than that. Okay. Uh, now we're going to talk about some Final Fantasy 15 news. I don't know about anyone else, but have you heard that Final Fantasy 15 got a release date recently and a load of trailers? I know I've not heard of this game before in my life. It's some kind of new IP that's just been announced recently, but, you know, Square Enix and their turnaround, it's got announced that it's going to be released on September 30th. That was just such a short development cycle right there. Um, five I, days I, after my birthday. <laughs> What's that, Gary? Five days after my birthday. Oh, you know, you can have it as a late birthday present. I guess. I wanted to get the collector's edition, but we'll get to that in a little bit. It depends. There's two different collector's editions, so. You know which one I wanted. Yeah. And which one. one you wanted. But we'll talk <laughs> about that later. Um, they also released a CGI, well, gonna release a CGI movie with loads of famous actors that I've never heard of before that will probably get me slapped because I've never heard of them before. And they also announced an anime. And I watched episode one and it was really good. I do recommend it's free for anyone. It's on the YouTube, on the YouTubes. So go watch it. I'm going to go straight to Gary. What did you think of the trailers and the announcements and the things? Good and bad. Um, I thought the, obviously the release date was great. It's going to be a worldwide release, which I wasn't expecting. Did um, you like that you troll, like that? by the way? Which troll? Because of the GameSpot leaking the release date. They rolled oh, it up to November and then rolled it back down again. GameSpot single-handedly ruined that announcement. Um, it took away all the impact that that an- announcement should have had. And if I was Square Enix, I wouldn't even like let them cover Final Fantasy. If it, <laughs> if, if it was if I had been not knowing that date, I would have probably been stayed up till 5 a.m. to pre-order the Quetzal Edition. But now I got knackered because you know the 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 thrill of knowing had already been told. My socks yes. had already been taken off my feet, so to speak. Yeah, it definitely took a lot of the steam out of it, and sucks. Um, anything else you thought about the event? Um, I like the announcement of the movie. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I guess it takes place during the same time that the game does, just dur- for, dur- during what's going on in, I guess, the capital uh, of where Noctis is from, the main character, while he's out doing his things with his bros. Um. I find it weird, but I also find it kind of going to be a huge disconnect because the movie comes out before the game, and I'm hoping that it's not going to spoil events that are going to be happening in the game. I thought the movie was set just before the game. No, no, it takes place during the events of the game. Ah, that sucks. That's what they said. Well, that's good, but... Yeah, especially if the movie comes out before, if they spoil things in the game before the game comes out, it's going to kind of irritate a lot of people, me especially. Um... But also the fact that the voice actors are going to be different for both the movie and the game. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. Which I found really funny, especially when they came out and talked about how much they love Final Fantasy. They're such huge fans. want to do the voices for the game. 
Yeah, we we, we we love all the Father Fancy games. Oh, we're not gonna touch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anime stuff was cool. I I thought it was a really cool announcement. I wish it was like an actual, like I don't know, a mini anime series, like a six part or you know ten part show. But you told us earlier that like the first episode is only like twelve minutes long, ten minutes long. Yeah, ten minutes long. That kind of ruined it for me. Um, I'll, I'll still watch them when they're all out. I'm not gonna watch them yeah. one by one. There's five episodes as well, so. Yeah, I'll just watch them when they're all out. But it would have been cool if they actually had, like, you know, anime. Well, you know, maybe they're using this as a pilot. See how well this goes, and then if it does very well, then maybe commission an actual anime. Like that Final Fantasy has never had an anime. If they would have done that, they would have done it a long time ago. Final Fantasy has had it anyway. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's had quite a few. Really? Yeah. They didn't have a TV series in Japan for... Uh, I don't know if it was actually linked to Final Fantasy, though, was it? I remember reading about it. It it was at least 15, 16 years ago there was uh, anime. Uh, obviously, you got the two films as well. you got Advent Children, Advent Pieces. You, you've had quite a lot of stuff. Final Fantasy Unlimited? What's that? Oh, that's the one, Unlimited. This one for the But was there anything to do with Final Fantasy, though? Yeah. I thought it just had the name. Uh, it was to do with Final Fantasy, but it wasn't specific to any particular game. No. The only ones which were like that was obviously Advent Children, Advent Pieces, and that's it, really. So it was kind of like the Wild Arms anime, or kind of. Um, I I really can't remember what it was like because it's been such a long time ago. But yeah, it yeah. It, it wasn't very good. Let's put it that way. You don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, it was supervised by SquareSoft, so it had to have been a yeah, must have been. I thought it was just coincidence name. <laughs> no, it wasn't a coincidence name, but it wasn't very good. Let me tell you that. Well, obviously, you didn't carry on for too long because. <laughs> when you have yeah. a Final Fantasy name behind it, it should be able to carry it on its own, just by the name. It, it says it lasted much. one year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, no, there was a yeah. sequel. Oh, they made a sequel series afterwards. They did? Oh, dear. I'm not going to watch that either. It says Unlimited 2. They actually did. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> unlimited after and unlimited chapters outside of the world. Uh, chapters of the outside world, which is a manga, I think. It didn't make it actual anime, but they made manga based off it. Uh, I suppose that wouldn't be too bad. I mean, normally the uh, manga. There was even a video game. Well, wow. they uh, of unlimited. I don't remember there being a Final Fantasy unlimited game. Yeah, Japanese mobile that. phones. And there was a ringtone and Final Fantasy Unlimited on PC Adventure Labyrinth. A video game saying the Final Fantasy Unlimited universe. 2003. Oh, yeah, okay. Thank quite you, a long Wikipedia. <laughs> it's always good for something. <laughs> uh, but getting back on track. 
<laughs> True. Um, yeah, they definitely announced a lot of stuff that was cool. Um, things that weren't cool. Obviously, the leak wasn't cool. Um, the fake excitement of a lot of the people there wasn't very cool. Um, the price of the actual big collector's edition was ridiculous. Um, not worth it to anybody in my way. If anything, I would only buy it just to resell it for double the price. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, the the big collector's edition with the Noctis, uh, play arts figure. It's not even a statue; it's just one of those play arts, which are very expensive. Don't get me wrong, but the the price of it, along with some DLC and the Blu-ray or the the movie on a Blu-ray disc and the game, um, for two hundred and seventy dollars, is ridiculous. It's already up to £425, by the way, on eBay. Um, no, there you go. People will double the price for it because they know people will pay for it. But that yeah. that price was just stupid. Oh, my God. They even sell them the coasters for £4.95. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to the game, though, the trailers were fantastic. Um, great theme song they chose with... Um, the forens and the machine was it yeah stand on me <laughs> yeah stand by great me remix, great trailers um they showed sid the male sid which was cool um i know a lot of people were kind of hating on the female version but they showed that it says i guess daughter or granddaughter hey is it gonna hate yeah that was cool the titan was awesome um looked like the titan from attack on titan actually <laughs> I, I mentioned that. It was just like it, actually. Um, but yeah, like it, it just looks so much fun. Like Everything that I kind of already said it was going to be way before it got changed to Final Fantasy XV, where I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to do this on a PS hardware just as obviously they moved it. So yeah. By the way, have you tried the demo yet? I have not tried the second demo yet, no. I've heard a lot of negative things about it um, as far as the gameplay with, you know, playing as young Noctis, but the draw of it is um, fighting the Iron Giant or in the combat there. So I will play it eventually. Okay, check when you're fighting the Iron Giant. If you've collected enough crystal things while you're playing the demo, uh, you'll unlock platinum... Uh, 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 Pads, I guess they're called. Um, when you respawn the Iron Giant, turn around, there's a building. You can use his wolf ability to climb up the building, drop down, and there's two secret weapons there. Oh, nice. Uh, you get a shuriken and a shield. That's nice. Also, it looked uh, in the trailer alleys that, at least from my perspective, you can actually switch the characters. Or was that just me or the camera angles that they used? I'm sure you can switch characters. Well, because they like said in... earlier that Noctis is the only character you'll be able to control. I don't know. They showed it before in gameplay where it looked like you switched over. Now, I don't know if it's just like a camera switch or like an action camera switch to show what the other guy is doing. I don't know. Oh. It'd be nice if it does. Unless it switches over when Noctis is down. I don't know. It didn't do it in the demo. 
Well, they said the demo wasn't finished, so. Oh, no, but I'm pretty sure if it was a feature like you can switch and play with different characters, it would have been included in the demo. Because that's kind of a feature you would think they'd implement earlier on in the game. I don't know. Uh, this is Square Enix. <laughs> They're they only just finishing adding so. uh, airships. <laughs> the Batmobile airship? Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, I thought that Batmobile was amazing. In fact, I even said it in the chat as soon as it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vash, have you watched any of the trailers or seen any of the new gameplay? I've deliberately kept it kind of a little bit away from my eyes because I just want to be surprised for when the actual game comes out. But the last time I actually saw any gameplay was when they went inside like a base and I think he was doing some sort of stealth action. Yeah, that that's the one I was thinking of where it looked like they switched characters. Yeah. So you had... Well, I, I don't know anything character's name, but I think he was like pretty much the main character anyway. You got Noctus, Prompto... Gladys. What's the other one? Can't remember now. Just make up a word and it's probably a character in Final. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I won't say Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the only bit of footage that I can remember recently, anyway, was when he was, or one of the characters, anyway, was going inside some sort of facility and he was stealthily going from a dark patch to a light patch, killing a few, or maybe knocking out, I think, some of the guards, and then continuing on. And I think he was dragging some of the guards, if I remember. I'm not 100% sure if he was dragging or not, but... I know what you're talking about. They're, like, in the facility, and then they come under attack by, like, Metal Gear and stuff. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, it was a huge mass of mech, and they were trying to take that on, because they suddenly got spotted or something. Yeah. But it, Metal it was, Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> it it's those suits from Final Fantasy Six, that's what it is. The Magitech armor. That's the one. Also I think that looks a little bit bigger. Quite a bit bigger. Magitech V two. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Gundam Magitech V five. There we go. This is what Kojima's been doing the entire time. <laughs> Oh, yes. I find it cool, though, that, like, Final Fantasy XV, like, you see, like, this evolution or, I guess, a return to roots with Final Fantasy or It started off as a fantasy game, right? And you saw we saw with each installment how it went into kind of, like, this modern time setting with, like, 7 and 8, where, you know, they're driving cars, they got guns instead of swords and shields now. And then with 9, they go all the way back to fantasy again. And then obviously 10 was out of control fantasy. And then you see the soul incline again back into like the modern type of settings where with 15 now, it's almost like it's pretty much Final Fantasy 7. Again, just maybe in a different part of the world of Final Fantasy. If you get what I mean with like, you know, um, the outfits that they wear, the cars they're driving, it's more modernized, but still in a fantasy world. Yeah, I can kind of see what you mean, but uh, no, I, I, it, it, it's still a fantasy game, but it's kind of turning into sci-fi, I find. Yeah, which is kind of what 7 did. It was kind of like still kind of in between the two, and then 8 was kind of more like, 
okay, let's make it a little more modern with, you know, we got guns, we got robot machines and all that, but still have it in a fantasy world. Whereas Nine just went all the way back to fantasy with, you know, VV and all those types of things. Yeah. Final Fantasy Twelve was a bit of a mixture. It was kind of very fantasy medieval, but then suddenly you have all of these airships, which are very modern. And yeah, yeah, but now you look at like fifteen, and it's just like, okay, look at these guys that are wearing modern clothes. You know, something I'd probably see somebody else wearing. They're driving. You can actually this... buy online that, by the way, as you saw at the event. Oh my god, yeah, like seven hundred dollars for an outfit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I don't know where the website is though. It's probably oh, Japan only. It's thousands now. of dollars supposedly. <laughs> oh. But you know what I mean, right? You know, they're driving an Audi car. It's kind of like this modern type futuristic futuristic setting, but it's still keeping the fantasy. Aren't they oh, actually um I'm not sure whether Final Fantasy fifteen is the game or maybe a different game we're thinking of, is that they've got a new bike that they're actually using? Um in the movie they're using a, like a concept uh Audi car. Um Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as bikes, I didn't see any bikes, so I don't know it, about it, it, uh. I may be confusing it with the car then. But yeah, I, I know there's something that they're actually putting a new concept to, and they, they asked one of the game developers to actually stick it in the game, and I think it was Final Fantasy XV, so it must be the car. No, you're yeah, talking about it's the only bike. version of that car. So. Talk about bike, they talked about having a bike for Fantasy XIV. Was it for, oh, it must have been fourteen then. Yeah, they were going to have Cloud's motorbike in 14, but because of an issue with the movement speed, they had to remove it. Uh, I guess that may be the bike for that one, but I definitely knew there was a concept, but I think that must have been the Audi. But it's kind of cool that they're actually doing something like that anyway. And there'll only be be one Audi being actually made. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think many people are going to be driving that thing. No, but looks like we've lost Gary maybe as well. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it faded out on the... my side, so it kind of sounded like it went. Uh, where the 10-year development cycle went to. Yeah, movie, <laughs> the car. <laughs> an anime, <laughs> a now, game, didn't they say getting that a license they to... for a car. Yeah, didn't they say that they needed something like 10 million copies of the game to sell in order to make any sort of profits? That was actually a translation error. Oh, was uh, it? Basically, they they want to sell 10 million copies, but they'll make a lot. They'll make profit with less than that. That's their team's goal, though. Now, 10 million copies to make profit is impossible. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I, don't it's know, just, I don't know. If they sell it's enough, too much. if they sell enough of these clothes, they'll make profit. I'm looking at the price of the clothes. It's top. Is $1,442. His pants are $817. His gloves are $192. But it's okay. His socks are $28. What? <laughs> if hey? you want to dress like Noctis, it's only going to cost you like nearly $2,500. Goodness me. Really? You make that awesome. Oh, oh, his, his promptos. Uh, his leather vest 
for Prompto is $2,117. And then his pants are $818. What? So you're looking at three grand, and then you too can look like Prompto from a game that's not out yet. Oh, jeez. See, they're starting to... Well, every company's doing this. It's just starting to make tons and tons of merchandise for something that isn't even there yet. And... I th- can I just... I think Noctis is one of the worst designed Final Fantasy. As a Let's just character. call him who he looks like. Sasuke. Yes, he does look <laughs> exactly like him. Look at what he's wearing, though. He's wearing a black shirt, a black jacket, which anybody can buy, pants that obviously don't fit him because his ankles are still showing, and what looks like fucking rain boots with a red sole on the bottom. What the hell is that? It's because he is emo and he is deep and you just don't understand him, Gary. (laughs) If I met this guy in public, I would not want to know him. I don't care who he is. He's wearing goddamn rain boots. Dress clothes. I just want. I, I, I'm gonna laugh if he unlocks something Sharrigan like in the game, like halfway through the game, he unlocks eye powers or something. That'd be amazing. It's just the pants thing kills me. It's like they couldn't just give him pants that went all the way down. No, you gotta show me his ankles. It's his for pants. those that have ankle fetishes, Gary. You gotta think of those. <laughs> Who the hell came up with his design, man? <laughs> oh, the ankles. Look at that bump. Ah, oh, that that bump on his knee oh, down there. Ah, oh, on his ankle. Ah. Oh. So like nice. the other characters look fine, it's he just looks so terrible. Oh, some of them just look. Oh, yeah. The other characters at least look like their personality would dress them. I guess you can say, like they look like the character and their outfit looks like it matches them. Octus just looks like he woke up and just put shit together and went outside. I think that's his character though. He's very lazy. He's a prince. Yeah, but if you played the demos, he's incredibly lazy. Right, so he just puts on rain boots. Maybe that's what he likes. Red soles <laughs> that don't match his outfit at all. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry, I think it's terrible. But sorry, I'm... more Final Fantasy. Continue on with what you were saying, Ben. I have beaten the Pharmacy 15 Platinum demo, and I haven't. I didn't have that much of an issue. There was a bit of a frame drop, frame frame rate drop occasionally, but I didn't really have any issues. I didn't use any grenades though, because even though it's a demo, I'm very stingy when it comes to consumables, so I kind of didn't want to use them in case I needed them. So I kind of have to replay the demo just so I can use them. I, I like Carbuncle. Carbuncle is pretty cool. And I like the fact that you you can unlock him in the full game by playing the demo. Um, but I'm sure they're going to release him as a DLC for 4.99. No, I suppose it's only from the demo. They always say only for the demo. Yeah. Pre-order only, and then. <laughs> also, uh, what was it, what was going to say now? Ah, oh, damn it! I've forgotten it now. Sorry. Ah. Uh, Oh, that was it. The demo was supposedly made by a small set of the staff, not the actual main staff, and it was done in about three months. That's why it has so much issues. There's more stuff they could have focused on actually finishing the releasing two demos. 
Well, the game's well, the finished. Game. You can play it from start to beginning. Start, start to begin, start to end. So why do I have to wait six months to play it? Because they're redo- finishing all the graphics and the frame rate. The actual game is done. It's just everything else that needs to be done. I'll take it right now. I don't care how it's bad. You're going <laughs> to patch it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I like six patches for it. Well, <laughs> at least they're actually working on the game and waiting until it's actually done rather than um, um, <clears throat> Ubisoft. So, well, generally, if you think about it, most of the Square games are actually released in a good working order. I think it's most Japanese games, except if you're Capcom. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Capcom tries just... to be Western, so. I'd... True. Yeah. I think that uh, balances even, out even... then. Even Metal Gear Solid V, everything pretty much worked just fine. I, I didn't have any problems technical-wise with that. I think yeah. Japanese companies take more pride in delivering a finished product rather than delivering one and then... Well, because it costs more money to fix it with a patch than it is to actually make the game. Well, well, when it comes to Western developers, they're like, oh, let's just get it out and then we'll work on it later. Just so we could get enough money, but then they just <laughs> make it. Homicide. <laughs> uh, I think Jim Sterling will give you a thumbs up to that one. <laughs> I just don't get why, because that just cost so much. When I went to school, we went and visited a game developing studio here, and they told us like for all downloadable game, a patch is like five to ten thousand dollars to patch the game. Which is ridiculous. Like I don't think Sony charges as much now. I would hope not. I mean, if you remember Fez, the game Fez, um, the reason that game never got patched was because it was so expensive. So that the player was, was like, I'm sorry you're having this issue, but I can't afford to patch the game. So that you never patched Xbox. it until like six years after the game came out. That was, that was Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah, for the Xbox. It was just the price was so ridiculous. He's like there's no way I can afford to, to patch the game and fix it. Yeah, from what I heard, Sony would accidentally forget to charge you for the patches. <laughs> a lot of the small companies don't get, never got charged for the patches because Sony would accidentally forget to send the bill. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's why I'm like, I'm sitting there and I don't understand why you would rather patch the game, which can potentially cost you a lot more than actually delaying the game maybe a month. Fixing it. Maybe that's because just me. I obviously don't now, know. Now. I obviously don't know the inside workings and how everything works, but it's just weird to me. Well, well at the uh, studio I was working out, uh, we actually had a game that was put on early access on Steam, and obviously we needed to sell copies to stay alive, basically. Yeah. But when it actually came to patching, it's it doesn't really cost much if you actually think about it. Uh, the way Steam handles it is that well, I, I don't know what it's like with the consoles, but they have to have a license and everything, and they go through a certain um, what do you call it a process in order to get any sort of patches. Uh, what you system. do with Sony is you submit it to uh, the Sony certification process in Europe and North America, 
I don't know about Japan, you might have to send it to them as well, separately. And then with Microsoft, you just send it to Microsoft America and they certify for Europe, America yes. and Japan. So basically, you have to go through a long process. So I could actually understand why it would actually cost a fair bit of money. But when it comes to something like Steam, uh, all you need to do is create the patch and upload it. That's it. It literally takes from patch completed to uploading the patch to the Steam servers. Whatever speed your internet connection is. That's how long it takes. From what I heard, the best one to submit to is Sony Europe. Because although they're a higher chance of failing your certification than Sony America and Sony Japan, they'll keep testing the patch and then they'll send you any notes as they find errors. Oh, so they actually... They're like a Q&A themselves, kind of. Yeah, that's what they do. They they run through your patch to make sure it doesn't break your system and then they either agree to let it on or send it back. That's probably why it costs so much. You got probably. them doing the work for you. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. And the Europe, as I said, the Europe one will actually, as soon as they find one bug, they'll they'll start sending you information. While the North American uh, will actually just wait until they've finished testing and then send you a bug report at the end. Yeah, I just find it strange why Sony have to charge for uploading a patch when, for every game sale a company actually has, they actually have to give a certain percentage anyway to Sony or whatever. Well, it's because the patches are stored on Sony servers. Yeah, but then so are the patches stored on Valve servers, for instance, on Steam. Sony are cheap. That and Sony themselves have to test it, so they have to pay the testers who are testing your patch. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose so, but this, should it really cost a few thousand dollars? It's, it's I, I, like I said, I don't know the inner workings it. of it. This is just for a small downloadable game. I can't imagine what it is for like a Fallout or it's the same Assassin's price. Creed. Is it? Yeah, same price no matter what, no, what who, no matter what size of the game. Yeah, because sometimes you could have patches which is like a very quick fix. I can't see them actually having to go through the whole process of sending it to Sony, getting it all checked, and then actually putting putting it. All patches on have the store. to go through Sony like that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's why it takes so too. long. Microsoft does the same. Yeah, that's why it takes like two or three weeks before a patch will. Like with Warframe, it takes about two week, two or three weeks before the patch gets on the PS4, because it has to go through the Sony Europe, America, and Japan. <laughs> but what about Final Fantasy XIV, for instance? Because the patch is client-based, they don't have to send it to anyone. Ah, well, okay, that pretty much explains it then. Yeah. That's why what Warframe wanted to do, but they wouldn't let it. Because the Final Fantasy XIV client downloads it separately, it doesn't have to go to Sony. That's all stored on Square Enix servers, so. That's kind of what, like, hotfixes are, where they fix it on their end. So, it gets, like, those, those secret patches that, like, you don't actually have to download a patch because they're doing it internally. So, you never actually have to, like, Oh, I'm starting the game, and so that have patch. Oh, they did it on their end, so you're okay. Well, I suppose so, but yeah, it's it's just a whole lot of palaver, really, just to go through that kind of system, waiting for a patch to go up. 
especially if it's kind of something that's needed straight away. Yeah. I think it's mainly because Sony's so paranoid and Microsoft now with all the ways, the different ways that people hacked their previous systems, they don't want any way that the new update might include some way of, you know, breaking the system. Yeah, instead they break their sales by having a memory card that costs too much. <laughs> Damn you, Vita! Don't get me started on that. And it's still five years later, and it's still killing that system. Yeah. Uh, so if I see fifteen, everyone. Yes. You <laughs> uh, Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's the fun part about podcasts, to be honest. Yeah. You know, as much as I love talking about my Final Fantasy games, especially 14, you know, you can't talk about it all the time. There you go. We should name the podcast from Unchained to Derailed. It used to be. <laughs> it used <laughs> to be called Derailed. All right, there you go then. <laughs> and then we had an episode about four hours long where we discussed the benefits of either bone chicken wings or boneless chicken wings. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking, How... it was about three hours and 45 minutes, that podcast. Goodness me. Because people kept jumping in and asking if we like boned or boneless. <laughs> I was pro-boneless, by the way. Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to stay silent on this. <laughs> by the way, apparently, I didn't know this. I was just reading right now. Apparently, um, Ori Balrog, who was the developer the director-developer of God of War 2 has been brought back the franchise. Yeah, so he might be working on God of War 4. Wait, God of War 2 is half... 2 plus 2 equals 4. God of War 4 confirmed. (laughs) I think it was confirmed (laughs) for a very long time. We just haven't had an official confirmation. I just... As much as I I want Kratos, I don't want to know where he... you can't really kill Greek gods because they're all dead. I think Unless you should go kill on to the Norse spirits. Myth- Norse mythology, man. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think you just reboot this, this, the game with Kratos again, but now instead of Greek gods, it's Norse gods. Oh, no. And he better no, go really. to hell because that's a tradition in, Kratos, in God of War games where he dies and goes to hell and then fights his way back out. Not another reboot, thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> not already. You can't do another God of War without moving him to a different mythology or religion or whatever. Because, he, like, like Ben said, you can't do Greek mythology anymore. The world ended in God of War 3. Over. God of War 4, ever. It's Kratos in different time zones. <laughs> I, did you say God of War forever? Yeah. Does that mean it's going to take about 15 years to make? <laughs> it's for the 4K PS4, so... <laughs> God of War 4K. Now with really, really detailed sex scene. That wow. you won't be able to see because it changes views. So all you see is a little vase in Unless 4K. you're in VR. That you, you, you'll see everything happen in the reflection in the vase. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh, God. What is, what's wrong with us? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm really excited for Dead or Alive, the free version. That's going to be amazing. Oh, God. Wait, there's a free version? Yeah, there's going to be a trial version coming out in a couple of months, I heard. 
Ooh. Yeah. I do Who actually like that. Dead or Alive? That already I, exists. I, I like no. the fighting games. The... I'm not talking about the beach volleyball rubbish. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. Uh, oh, extreme. Extreme. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. There'll be can a play free that. version of that. I was actually tempted to buy it recently, but then I decided not to. Good for you, Ben. It's not a good game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, uh, who wants it for the game? I want it for the VR experience. Do you now? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna me. I'm not gonna deny it. <laughs> is it actually going to be in VR as well? Yeah, it's going to have VR support. Well, I know exactly what my friends will be doing with that then. <laughs> <laughs> Getting caught in a bathroom wearing the VR headset playing Dead or Alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe something like that actually happened. But that that had to have been like a setup. <laughs> the fact that he nearly died as well because of it that was weird yeah strangling himself what a crazy <laughs> idiot <laughs> oh dear playstation oh, yeah. VR with dead or alive beach volleyball going about and strangle yourself playstation VR now with boobies and strangling Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, no, that was the Oculus Rift, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, it'd be nice if Final Fantasy XV supported VR, but being the fact that it can barely support normal 1080p, it, it won't support VR. As long as it's hey. like a steady 60 frames a second, I'll be happy. It's, I'd be more 30. happy with 30 frames, yeah. Yeah, it's capped at 30. Okay. I'll live. <laughs> yeah, it will not look as beautiful as it does if it was 60 frames. Oh, nah. it, having it liquid smooth would have been so nice. There's also supposedly uh, images in the artwork of Terra, which is quite. Yeah, from 6. Ooh. Ooh. That's kind of cool. Yeah, if you look the at the. Final Fantasy? Art, oh my god. Tell me more. Well, if you look at the concept art, there's a girl that looks exactly like her. What? Terra, the uh, green in the, hair uh, one. Remember what artwork? I saw it a while ago. It's it's probably not her, but it just looks like her in yeah, you know, like an art piece. Oh, actually, now that you th- uh, mention it, I think you're right. I think I saw something yeah. kind of similar to that not long ago. It well, it was for the un- the uncovered thingy, yeah, that just went on. And it's like different summons, and then there was a woman in green hair that looked like Terra. Talk about the Final Fantasy that. Doesn't get any recognition. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe I'll get recognition now. Six, man. Six is unbeatable, in my opinion. Ah, oh, well, I think we're going to end up wrapping up soon because it's going to be a bit of a short podcast because there's only three of us because they're all busy waiting to. Well, Mike's out. He's got a social life for some reason. Kevin is asleep. And Neil is waiting for the wrestlings, which will start in a couple of hours, I think. So he's probably asleep waiting for that. Well, no, he's he's got the kid and the, the oh, Souls yeah, of, of Dark to play. Yeah. Yeah. He souls of Dark been. Trees. <laughs> he has what are three you doing? dark souls. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be saying these things, man. That's why I, I didn't say 
He's gonna get us fired. I didn't say I said the souls of dark trees. That's not Wow. Oh, he's watching <laughs> that animated short film by Eli Roth, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> souls of Dark Trees, which will be out <laughs> on this sometime this month. Which if you're not oh, I still found that preview build funny where if you're not a knight you die. There it is. Oh, uh, by the way, I wanted to ask you something, Aaron. Yep. Um, yeah. Black Mania Turbo, you reviewed it. Yep. Um, How accessible is it when it comes to creating your own tracks in that game? Oh, don't get me started. Um, so not, it's not like Mod Nation Racers or a little bit planet accessible? Okay, so basically what happens is, is when you go into the track editor, you're given four choices of the environment you want to go on so you could either have like a mountainous hill area you could go for like a beach which also has like a roller coaster theme track you have um what's it like a standard canyon and you've got like a desert area yeah and you've got the one from trackmania stadium now if you've played any of the Trackmania games on the PC, you'll know that the uh, track editor, I mean, it does come in pieces and everything, but you get so much variety and everything that you can just make levels which are just completely over whack. I mean, some of the things you've actually, well, if you have played it, some of the things you've actually seen is just how do you even complete that track? But there's always like, two or three people that just seem to be amazing at the game that actually get through it, but it just looks impossible That sounds awesome, anyway. that's what I want. Except, this is a huge problem with the game. Um, you can make close and loads of tracks, but here's a few issues. Let's just say you want to make a nice, steady like hill climb or downwards climb. Uh, downward climb? You know what I mean, anyway. Yeah. Going downwards. So up or down. You can't make it smooth at all. Instead, it kind of like goes bumpy. Really, yeah, I had really that issue. And then it, I, I, I was going up bumpy and then I flew off the track because it was the only way I could make it yeah. kind of uphill. But of course, if you actually go to the main game or the main campaign anyway, you always have the tracks which are nice and smooth. So it seems like they just completely forgot about that kind of scenario. And then you've got another issue where... If you look on the videos, like the trailers they've done, they go, oh, look, here's the editor. This is all you can do. And they have like these crazy roller coaster tracks going all everywhere. And it looks amazing, but it's impossible to make. But I, I wonder if it's the PC version they've been getting a trailer from, because if that is the case, then the PC can actually make all of the cool looking tracks. But when it comes to the console, all you have is a straight, a start, a finish, a checkpoint, up and down, which isn't smooth, it's a bump. Slightly up and down, by the way, not very up and down either. Except, or shall we say, it starts going up or starts going down, and then it levels off, which is a little bit pointless to have. Uh, you get a, a left or a right, you get two versions of each, which is basically a sharp left or a sharp right or a normal left and a normal right. 
okay. And that's about it, really, isn't it? I said the roller coaster one is basically exactly the same, except the only difference is you can have it from going normal to up or down and just make funny looking things, but basically with the same geometry. That's it. And you can't even make it into a circuit, it has to be a point to point. You can't even make gaps, you can't make stunts. It's crap. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. But thankfully, that's not the meat of the game. The meat of the game is absolutely bloody amazing. And and I'm assuming that there's, uh, from what I've seen, like 200 tracks. Yeah, 200 really... tracks. So I was thinking of picking it up, and I just wanted to get your opinion on if it's going to be worth playing other people's tracks or not. Uh, is uh, it worth playing other people's tracks? If the track editor is like on the PC and they could be played on a PlayStation 4, then if it's just purely for the track editor user tracks, yes. If it's only being able to play the PlayStation 4 version of tracks, custom ones, no. But if you're going to get it just purely for the game, the campaign and everything, and, well, let's put it this way, you're going to get way more hours out of that then you're probably going to think. And I think it's quite a cheap game, if I remember. It's like £20 or something, £25. Which is about, what, $40? I'm not yeah, sure I don't know how much it is, but yeah, that's about, about yeah, it, look. It, it's a pretty cheap game, I think. And for the price of it and the content it has, it's easily worth the money. Definitely. I just wish they just put a lot more thought into the track. Uh, so £29. Yeah, it, it, it's, I'd probably say if you got rid of the track editor, it's still worth, I think, about 30 quid. So that's a good pricing. It says 1 to 32 players. Is that true? Uh, no, it's a lie. I've managed to play against... <laughs> I've managed to play against more than 112 ghost cars online. Well, it says network play two to ninety nine. Oh yeah. So one to thirty two players should be offline, I guess. <laughs> uh, offline, you could actually play with eight players. No, it's a thirty two. Imagine how small that split screen would be. <laughs> It'd be really small, but yeah, the split screen. Postal is... screen. <laughs> the split screen is um four, four player split screen. But oh, thirty two. That's oh. all I needed to hear. I'm buying it tonight. Yep. Cool. <laughs> it's well worth the money. screen is all I want. Couch co-op, baby. But the really cool thing is, okay, is that if you've got eight people and you've... Oh, no, hold on, it won't actually work technically. But um, what I can actually do is... I definitely have tried it with four people already. Each person has a controller. And you have one controller, someone else has a controller... And they drive the same vehicle. What? Yeah. So, oh if you turn, so if you turn left, they need to turn left in order for it to fully turn left. So basically, you're taking over half of the turning or the acceleration or the brake or anything like that. This is a feature so, in the game? This is a feature in the game. Oh my god, so much trolling is going to happen. <laughs> kind of reminds me of 589, where you could have co-op for that. Yep. 
So or you the... could set player two to be two characters. <laughs> yeah, so basically what happens to this is if you turn left and the other, let's just pretend the other person isn't playing the game, but he's actually connecting his controller. If you turn left or you accelerate or you turn right or whatever, it only goes at half the rate. So in order for you to go at the full rate, like full acceleration, full brake, full turning, whatever, the other person has to try and sync the motion with your controller. It's really, really confusing at first. I actually tried it with my nephew and well, okay, he wasn't great. But <laughs> <laughs> but it did actually work really well and if you both are like really really good at the game then I think it would like be amazing of what you could actually accomplish on it so yeah definitely do that with at least one other person it's better on full screen because then you could actually understand exactly what's going on so just have a two-player co-op and then just split screen and rest against three other opponents for a laugh amazing game can you uh, do the four-player split screen but also go online and play with other people i have not tried that i don't think it's possible you might be but i've never tried it okay i just wanted to reconfirm those things before i bought into the game thank you yeah no problem but yeah even if it's a single player well worth the money you sold it when you said it was co-op to gary <laughs> when you said four-player co-op because god god forbid my racing game has four-player co-op these days so I, thank I'm you for sure that. it's four-player co-op i definitely know it's two-player co-op for sure you'll have to check you confirm the four-player for me then yeah I'll, I'll do that um after the podcast okay thank you yeah, so, think, Sorry, yeah, I think we'll wrap up now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any shout-outs, Gary? Uh, just to the fans and listeners, thank you for watching. And, well, not watching, listening. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, Vash, have you got any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same as Gary. And also, sorry about the stream. For some reason, the video footage decided to die halfway through. Ouch. I'm sorry about that. So I've got a huge message in the middle which says uh, playing, nothing. Video died. Unhappy face. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try and get that fixed for the next time. And my shout out so to Phoenix Down Radio. As always, thank you for listening in, uh, Klaus, if you are listening in with your ears. Um, a shout out to Paul Metal. I will be appearing on his Final Fantasy podcast um, sometime soon. And there's even talks of something else happening, maybe, possibly. So, you know, keep an eye out on that. Well, an ear out on that, I guess, because of words. Anyway, thank you all for listening to episode 115. Hopefully next week there'll be more than just us three. Maybe we'll have Mike back. Mystical Mike. Harridance. Maybe he'll be back from his disappearing at. Or maybe we'll have some Kevin and Neil. Who knows? Until then, be thankful for your week. Be thankful for the games. And then, of course, thank God for me. <laughs>